This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Celtic Blumas TV. The Boz and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us on today's show. We have John, United Ireland from our forum. Our forum page is a live chat of Celtic fans discussing everything about Celtic and have a voice to discuss their own opinions about Celtic. If you wish to check it out, it's at celticrumors.co.uk. This show is sponsored by Manscaped Grooming and Hygiene for Men. Manscaped Preserve is changing the way men approach grooming with their performance package 3.0. This bundle includes a Lomo 3.0, Reed Racker, Performance, Boxers, Briefs, a travel kit formulation to help upgrade your, up, upgrade your grooming game. The, the Lomo 3.0 is a giant terrier of grooming of, of defence because of the third generation trimmer features cotton edge ceramic blade and reduces grooming accidents thanks to advanced skincare technology. There's even a waterproof technology and lead lights so groomed in the shower. We all know how terrible the cleanup that can be. If you will hell back from those nose hairs, and we have the puff exclusion to you, the weed whacker, airs and nose and hairs trimmer. This trimmer has the same manscaped skinscaped technology will help juvenile snags and tugs in those nose and holes. 79th Apartments, Paul admitted that nose hairs is a long and major turn off. Imagine if you're significant other half grooming some nasty nose hairs, pretty sure you wouldn't be keen on them either. Don't forget the bundle comes with a crop preserver, ball deodorant, anti-chapter and ball deodorant, moisturizer, crop reviver, ball toner, a toner for your testicles that's infused with aloe vera. You're going to want to join the ball sack beauty contest after using this crop preserver. Check out our website for some cool products and codes on our clone and foot dust or foot deodorant, which is there to freshen up your stinky ball bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with your order for our code CelticRumorsTV at Manscaped.com. Not only will your boss thank you for this, your wife will thank you for this as well. On today's show, we'll take a look at the latest gospel rooms around Celtic. John will be joining us for after the gossip and rumours, where we will discuss last night's 2-1 defeat at the hands of Hart. SVL referee status have dropped already so all in this season. And what do Celtic have to do to change this? Do Celtic need tough players like Peter Grant, Alan Tanson and Scott Brown and Neil Lennon again? John will have time in the mic to discuss his thoughts on Celtic. And finally, we take a look at Celtic's match against Joblack on Thursday night in the Europa League qualifiers at quarter to five. Firstly, we'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Thanks very much, Paul. Um, the link to the Manscaped site, along, along with everything else, the link to the forum, 
all my social medias and that, that's on the description box below. Just shout outs just to the usual suspects, Richie, Malika, Tim Aloy, Ben, and well, Mickey's still struggling with all his leg. Um, and <coughs> also uh, a Glasgow Green for the forum. I had an email for him earlier on, he's going through a bit of a rough patch, so all the best to him. And I'll email you back later on, mate, I know you're listening here. But now at 456 subs, Paul, we lost one for yesterday, so we must have upset somebody, I don't know who that was. That was John Kennedy we last played, sir. <laughs> Thanks everybody for all the subs and all the support on here and on the forum. If you're not subscribed, please do it and smash the like button. Uh, share it about your social medias for us. Thanks very much, lads. Perfect. Celtic have reportedly held talks with Turkey Road Irish international James McCarthy. The toss road is a free agent after leaving Everton. At the start of the at the start of the transfer window, Olivia Cham and Jonathan Flory are the latest players to leave Celtic, and Cham has become a free agent after leaving Celtic, and Jonathan Flory has just joined Air United as we speak. Celtic have been told that by Tottenham that they will have to pay around £5 million for 23-year-old centre-back Cam Carter-Vickers. The player himself and sports are not interested in a loan deal as the player wants a full-time contract instead of a one-year loan deal option. Turkish Beacon Scout Kassin Fanabachi have bought and cried about Celtic right-back target Buta if Celtic would have bid a respective offer for the 4.5 million pair and not to suggest that 3 million Celtic would not have been in, involved in a bidding war which is no more likely to start after the talk of giants have bought into the race to sign the right backs defender. Ryan Christie was left out of Celtic starting lineup against against Hearts because his agent as has been held in talks with Crystal Palace. It's been reported that Christie himself asked, asked not to be in the starting lineup in fear of picking up an injury. New Crystal Palace manager Patrick Ferrer is a keen admirer of Christie and tried to sign the player last summer while he was manager of Monaco. Celtic forward Edward is unsure if Brighton is the best move for him again and is unwilling to move to the Seagulls before the chance of window closes. Celtic looks set to sign League of Ireland player and Shamrock Rovers player Liam Scales, the six-foot left-footed side centre-back and left-footed player. Looks like that he'll be joining Celtic in the next couple of days. Scales plays in both sets, uh, centre-back, left-back and left-wing-back. There with Desmond Hall, Sheridan and Shamrock Rovers, so this signing comes no real surprise to me at the moment. That's it for the gospel rumours for today. Of course, this is all gossip and remains gossip until Celtic make a concrete offer or actually sign the player. Uh, Mark, do you want to guess? Uh, Join us today on today's show is John United Forum. Again, if anyone is, is new to listening, check out our forum where Celtic support discuss anything about Celtic. It's celticrumours.co.uk. Back to Swim, getting John in there. Wolmanis and Cham was leaving. Wolmanis and Cham was staying. Next he was leaving again. Then he said he wants to stay because 
uh, he wants another year with Celtic. I know he's a free agent. That's a really strange thing. I'm just, I'm just glad he's away, Paul. I really am. Mm-hmm. But just, there was a, I mean, when was the last time he, was just even, any good games he had, it was few and far between for us. He looked on yeah. first came in, but he fell away and then just, he's no looked at, he, he, he barely left, he kind of took the hump then. And I can't... Oh, I was told he was bigger than Celtic, though, didn't he? can't believe he would for, no, I mean, for 18 months, two years ago, we were t- knocking back bounds of 10 million and 12 million for him for Portland, things like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe my free transfer. Mm-hmm. That's John. Mm-hmm. Now you there, John? I'm here, boys. Thanks very John. much. John. again, bud. Ah, no worries. Thanks for having us again. John, what's your take on the Enchant uh, deal that one minute he was staying, the next minute he wanted to wait, next minute he was staying? You know, um, maybe Ange, as as you were saying to us, that Mark just had enough of him, that he wasn't committed or something? Ah, definitely. Uh, just in terms of all in all, obviously, the way he came in, his potential. The first season he had, kind of had a lot of holes from him, where he was going to spur on in the next few years and get a big fee. Obviously, for the for nothing, it's disappointing, but I think it's for the best. I think he was causing a lot of negativity. And, uh, we just need all that out of the squad this season. And Ange probably looked at it, ah, just release him, because we're not going to get money for him, are we? I think no. the Marseille situation as well, that didn't help things either. It might, it might push Edward Claus out the door as well, Mark, considering that his little group of players seem to be leaving Celtic, don't they? Uh, well, you'd think that they were, like, they were kind of allies in the dressing room, wouldn't you? And Charming Edward, the squad of a French contingent, but I don't think that much difference. Edward will be aware of it before. I don't know why he'll be here the same when they close his pop. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, another... I don't know how he can turn his nose up at Brighton either. No, that's that's what that's what I was going to bring up. That he's saying to think he's bigger now than these clubs, doesn't he? You know. Well, look what happened to Aya. Milan mm-hmm. and all that were watching Aya last year. I thought, I thought Aya had a bad season, but it was the best season, I suppose. But I mean, he's we said at the time he's just went to Brentford and it'll be a step stone to the next team. Premier League signed Edward should be looking the same kind of move this year. Mm-hmm. And reading into the lines as well, uh, Christie is another one who looks to be gone marked by the transfer window closing. I, I believe in Crystal Palace uh, are strongly linked with him and he could be on his way there. Played a place in James McCarthy we have then probably enter. Um, moving on, it's been it's been a long journey so far for Ange and Celtic uh, with their first three competitive games, one drawn, two losses. Before we talk about uh, last weekend's game, John, uh, why do you think it has been so tough for Ange so far at Celtic uh, in, in the competitive games? Uh, he's, he's not really getting any options there. He's trying to uh, go with what he's got and you can see it's frustrating because he plays there. There's no, no, the infinity, Mark Qualley is just going to take a game of the stuff and uh, turn their chances into goals. So it's, we need to get signing in soon. Yeah, but we've got to the end of the month, so that's, I'll kind of stay patient to the end and see what we get in, and then I can do mm-hmm. better. That's basically it, Mark, isn't it? That he doesn't have the players at his disposal to, to kind of implement the, the play he wants to play properly at Celtic into? Uh, yes, that's a big part of it. Uh, and plus, I've said players that only really want to be there. He's been forced now. He's forced his hand. He's got to pick these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, mm-hmm. I, 
I imagine that Ange would more than love a guy like Edward's ability to be re- out there really, really trying, do you know what I mean? But we just see what be happening. But he's got to keep, he really has, he's got to keep continuing to pick him. See, that's it. Like, we don't see the, the way Edwards is at training. He could be a top-class player training, but then just on the pitch, he's just not producing it on the pitch, and that's why he's probably getting picked because of his training performances. You know? Ah, it's a possibility. It's obviously when Angie's seen him in training, he's probably just looking compared to all our options up front and just going, he's something a bit special for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just having a wee bit of faith in him and hope he's just going to go and be professional. He is, prob- but he's, no. he is probably my best option for a goal. Yeah. And he joined, I mean, he does probably Aye. as well. He's the best. He's seen him in training. He's been pinging goals in left, right, and centre, probably. And Angie's looking at him and saying, well, he does put one or two with two goals up. Nah, definitely. Hearts, he's thinking behind it. He's the one that's got to pop up with the goals. Just, just need, as he says there, just needs a like, one or two to click. Mm. Let's talk about the negatives first uh, in the Hearts game and what does Ange need to do before uh, Thursday games against Jablak uh, on Thursday. Uh, John, what negatives have you seen about 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 Celtic uh, last last Thursday, last Thursday and Saturday? Uh, just for the game at the weekend, the negative I seen is kind of beating point. I'd prefer to be Welsh in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see the players getting better. And as you can see, what he's trying to do, uh, but it's for looking at the chances. That's the negatives and uh, other things as well. It's just that like, there's nobody else grabbing it with a scruff either. It's just kind of hard to call, but it's just frustrating to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Mark, yourself? Yeah, it was just organisation again, Paul. The back defence, set pieces. I mean, I know I've got to speak about the referee and that, because, but I'm not asking the excuse for us no defending set pieces again. I suppose, I mean, we made, again, we used to say this under Lennon quite a lot, we, seemed, we made a lot, enough chances to win the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But there was a bit of the play. I mean, Starfield got after a bit of a stinker, but I think as the game went on, he's setting more into it, yeah. Yeah, Danny, and you can kind of forgive him for that. You know, I mean, he's only in the door two minutes and we're putting him into the first team, my first team game. Like, go by, go by set pieces, like, and, like, going at the end, end of last season, our set, our set pieces. So kind of improved when Welch kind of came into the centre-back pairing with Ayer. And then when you take Welch out of the team and you have a, a defensive midfielder in a position where he shouldn't be and you have a new centre-back in that position, Mark, those set pieces are going to be still there. Mistakes are going to be still there because Beaton isn't going to organise your backline for those set pieces because he's not a centre-back. He doesn't know how to. Starfelt was only just in the team, like so... Like, Beaton should have been nowhere near that starting line-up. Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah, I think Ange is just... I think he's went with experience. I get me what we said to the European game, as he went with mm-hmm. experience the next day, the new guy stuff felt, but uh, it was a bad choice. I, think, I mean, even when we saw the team, we knew it was a bad choice. Yeah, even, even beating on fitness again still is is questionable like you know because he was kind of pulling up near the end there again with, with his calf or, or, or with his hamstring like you know you have to question like Beaton's fitness mark that he, he he's not up to the way Ange wants to play 
not not because he's been in in the wrong position. Even his fitness levels might have to be questioned as well, B Sons. Uh, I'd say that as well. I've always, he's never been the most mobile player. He's never been mm-hmm. I mean when he was playing as a centre defensive midfielder, his strength was he could read the game. And I think that mm-hmm. maybe what, I think that's maybe why they kinda of thought that he could turn them into a centre centre back if he could just read the game as well as he done at the centre midfield in the defensive midfield field role. But he just yeah, just some some kind of defensive midfielders they kinda of drop I know what you're saying, they kinda of drop into the back line and they're able to adjust to that position. But Bison never really he doesn't have the physique for it, Mark, or he Bison won't go in for a tackle fear. He's not that type of player. And I I, I can't see how Ange on a backroom staff see him as uh, you know, I'm gonna give Ange the benefit of the doubt because he's only new in, he's only going by what he's taught between the backroom staff, but it's Ange needs to make a decision mark. No, I'm not but he needs to make he needs to make a decision mark and see himself that Bison isn't that player, do you know what I mean? You know? Well, hopefully I'm not be starting there much. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully, I'll be. I still will bring in another centre to defend him. I think. As I, I think this lad, this this lad scales from Shamrock Rovers is a done deal now. He's 22 years of age, so I don't know. Is he going to be thrown down into the coach team, or is he going to be in the first team? But looking at me, the deal is is practically done. What I'm hearing here, but. I can't see this lad being a first-time regular in in in, in Celtic's team like what I've saw of him. Like, there's a big step up between the League of Ireland and Scottish football. Do you know what I mean? Yep. You know, and, and I think this deal is just done because of Dermot Desmond's involvement in Shamrock Rovers. Do you get me? But this best young lad to Shamrock Rovers sitting on the bench and beat on. Because he can read the game. Yeah, exactly. No, he's six months. How Beaton and that sitting in the bench have stopped progress of young players. Exactly. Guy at 22, he's obviously a decent enough player. Six foot four as well, Mark. Get him in. Get him like Welsh or Camelot backup centre backs. You have to learn from somewhere as well, Mark, don't you? Like, you have to start off. Like, man, I'm delighted that a young Irish lad is getting a chance to start to go. I really am. You know, but. It'll take him time to get him to the level where he needs to be because there is a big step, you get me? There's a big step up between the League of Ireland, Mark, and Celtic, you get me? And but as a, I guess... We, 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 have the good, we have the best manager of long, Mark, to help him but is it, to, is to big, do that. Is there really that big a step up between your kind of Kilmarnock and St. Murray? Not so Kilmarnock, not so Kilmarnock. I'm on about Celtic's level, you get me? But uh, I mean, the young boy... He'd be, he'd, he'd be able to play against the likes of your Kilmarnocks and stuff like that, you know? No issues against that, but if you want to progress in Europe and stuff like that, oh, he's no good. He, he needs he needs he needs he needs time there, Mark, to, to to settle down and get get the backroom staff trained him to be the player that Celtic need him to be. Do you get me? Aye. You know, you know. Um, I think our our goalkeeper position again uh, has to be questioned. Firstly, we questioned Barca's positioning for goals, and now we're going to question. Uh, Bain's position uh, he was costing two minds uh, whether to come to cross for the second goal uh, because of this uh, he was in no man's land he was on the six yard box by the time uh, uh, Hearts got their, their second goal the header like that's again all down to 
a Celtic player being able to read the game, Mark, and, and positioning. And, like, our goalkeepers just aren't progressing. Do you know what I mean? Two of them aren't progressing. They seem to be making these mistakes. And I think it, it's, it has to come down to uh, the coaching of, of Stevie Woods. Of between these keepers, if we keep making these things mistakes, Mark, it, it has to. Now, I've gave him the benefit. Ah, it's weird to say that, but Stevie was a real yeah. edge, but you've got to say how. Yeah, because oh, we've said that before. I don't know if John was on that. How Scott we actually get worse when we had him. Mm. Like, I went in a bit of the doubt, Mark, because of what she was saying to me about Stevie Woods, and like he's involved in the Scottish setup as well, Mark. And, and the keepers are good in the Scottish game. No, it could be down to Mark. Our keepers are just bad. But then, Mark, it's up to the the coaching staff to help these fellas. But these are basic mistakes our lads are, are making. Like you know, what I mean, it's not it's not like they're not making save. No, Bain made a good save yesterday at the end of the game, and you have to give him credit where credit is due. But our position and our, our decision making by our keepers, Mark, it's just cons. And that's what I'm wondering, like. What are we doing in training that our, our defenders, our, oh, sorry, defenders, our goalkeepers are still making these same mistakes? Like, is Stevie Woods showing them these mistakes, mistakes Mark? Or are we not learning from these mistakes? Do you get me? I don't think Stevie Woods should need to show them. them. They've been no, mistakes, Mark. You know that's, I mean, they've got to know themselves. They've just made a complete <laughs> something. You know, like, I know now this cotton two minds for a keeper no it's it's a common mistake where you keep a mark being being caught but it's happened two more than often like it's, it's not just happening with one keeper no mark it's happening with two keepers do you get me and that seems to be the problem like that or two keepers seem to be making these and even when hazard came in mark he was kind of unsure under under the ball as well coming for crosses and and he was kind of flapping our crosses as well when they came in hazard like so it seems to be a big problem that our keepers can't defend crosses into the ball. And I saw again, Hart started putting players in the wrong bin yesterday. So every team we play against, team we play against, don't knows that our keeper position is our weakest position in the team. No, you know, for me as well, Paul, that shows up the weakness in the centre backs position. Yeah. Well, because that's, I mean, that's kind of part of the centre backs job. Protect your keeper. Protect the keeper. Protect. Go for the ball. First, do you think a keeper's situation, John? Uh, I just think it's doing money good enough. Can uh, I need a new goalkeeper and uh, try and get one at a good standard? Uh, I need to pay some money to pay it. But uh, they give me the fear. Well, Scott, I'm not too bad with Scott Bain when he's in goals. It's when Barkas is in, he, he really gives me the fear. Uh, you can't get you know, more chances, can you? Know? Nah, no, I just don't feel comfortable when he's too playing. Risky. It's too risky. And, like, all this talk about Hart has kind of really died out like that just came in really after the Michelin game again like but there has been no concrete information really about your Hart do you get me oh, well, you know Celtic have spoke to him and I don't know whether it's maybe maybe he's due money off his spurs or that and that's maybe been a bit of a hold yeah. for it but I spoke to Mikey about him the other day and I said he wouldn't have been my first choice but I'd take him in a heartbeat the new John. Aye. That's my experience what we need, John, do you know what I mean? Like Hart is being around and like 
I said in the last podcast out, I said to Mark, like, people were questioning him, like, why are they bring him in when he's not good in his feet? Now, that was the one area why Pep Guardiola didn't want him as well, right? Because of his foot. But Hart went away to Italy to learn the, his, uh, learn about his footwork and how to play the ball because the Italians are one of the best countries around for being playing out of the box. Do you know what I mean? So, like, he's learned thing, like, and he's definitely better than what we have. Do you get me? You know, an experience rise is, I think, Mark and John, like, it's what we need. Do you know what I mean? You know? Guys, uh, obviously, it's ten times better than what we've got. It's just, it's his last couple of years, it's kind of, it's been a bit, every, a different club every season, if he's not settled in. Just concerns a wee bit, but ah, it's definitely a bit I just want to make a thing clear as well, Mark, and I do might clear this up. Me people are going on about the Craig Gordon and, and why Celtic let him go. Celtic didn't let Craig Gordon go. Celtic offered Craig Gordon a deal on a reduced fee that would have been better than Hearts, but at the time they thought Flager Foster was staying, Mark, and Craig Gordon knew that he wasn't going to be first first-choice keeper, and that's why Craig Gordon left, because Celtic actually thought the Fraser Foster was a done deal at that time, when when Craig Gordon left. Like, so it was Craig Gordon who left Celtic, and not Celtic who left Craig Gordon. Aye, was it Craig Gordon turned in the Celtic contract? Yes, because it was a juice fee, Mark, and they didn't, at that time, everyone thought Fraser Foster was, was going to stay, like, you know what I mean? Because he did give Celtic the go-ahead that he wanted to stay. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know? I mean, I don't. I think it was Mary Davy that Gordon. He didn't think he was going to be number one. Number one, yeah. That, that, that's. But spoke about even players at Celtic beat on a game, happy enough to sit at the bench. There, exactly. They won rather than. It just shows the difference that a player wants to play a football, Mark. Doesn't it? Right. I mean, that's what it should come down to when you get to that age. That's why. I'm like. You can't blame Beat on Mark because I'm just throwing him in there. Like if if a player's going to be picked, he's going to want to play. Like but but Beatson now has got into the stage where he's just too comfortable at Celtic. Do you get me? And he, and I think Beatson would play any position he throw no Mark at this stage at Celtic. I say. Right. You know what I mean? Probably. You know. He said just he's been in the comfort zone for many years since he's been there now. Seven, eight years, seven, eight years, I think, yeah. He's won a stack of medals, but he's never really been a, a, a main... No. But he's never really nailed down a spot in the team. But it might be that broke it down, Mark, and he, he's only played about nearly half the uh, games that he's working short, and Cal McGregor's been at the club less. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, another player who I noticed as well, who I feel just, just isn't up to to the level that we need our defence to be. Uh, I think Taylor has shown that he, he can't be our number one left-back uh, this season. Constantly being caught out position, giving the ball away too deeply, always passing the ball side to side, and he's always passing the ball back. He gives the ball away when he's moving forward. Um, if Ange wants to play the way he wants to play, Mark, out from the back, Mark, Taylor, I, 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 and I, I don't mean to diss Taylor because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Taylor, Mark, and, and you know that, Mark, but we can't play the system and once with Taylor in in that back line. Like he, he, he doesn't have the pace, Mark, to push up 
on, on the left wing back and, and to get back, do you know what I mean? I think you were talking about the other week, that inverted fullback, see whenever he gets his body in, he's, yes. he's like a deer in the headlights, he's not got a clue what he's got today after that. You know, he thinks, Mark, he's passing the ball on too, 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 too much back and too sideways, and that's not too, and I've seen it, I, and I've seen it slip in, Mark, again, in the last two games, this, passing the ball side to side and pass the ball back, like, you know, Andrew doesn't want to play that way, do you know what I mean? I've you know? thought about myself in the last couple of games. And if you don't have the players, Mark, all with you, to do that, Mark, it's not going to creep out of your games, you get me? And I feel sorry for Taylor, I mean, Taylor Mark, because Taylor does a job, he, he does defend. I, mean, I think Taylor can learn for Andrew and become a better player. I'm not saying he'll ever be a world beater, but he's still young, do you know what I mean? He's good. I mean, it'll take time, you know, we've seen that, it will take time for Ange to get his system with the player in exactly the way he wants and things. Taylor's biggest problem, Mark, is, is at pace, back to pace, and that's always been his, because if Taylor had pace, Mark, he would be a top, top uh, defender, and he'd be able to get, get up and down that ring, but because he, he's struggling on the Ange, Mark, because of the pace of the game. You can't, you can't, somebody, you know what I mean, you're either fast at running or you're no, there's not much you can do about it either way. And I actually think our left back position, Mark, is more of a, more under threat than it is at the moment with Radisson, because Radisson seems to be becoming a better player on the, and seriously, he does, you know? Uh, John, he de- John, John can answer that. Ralston? Hi. <laughs> He played well. I, I thought he played well. He played well on Saturday. Uh, get stuck in though, and I liked how he took his goal. And I just had that attitude. He was just driving forward, nothing to stop him. But in terms of uh, first choice, no. But I think he can prove. I just don't think he'll get to the standard. He really need to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think there are the main three areas. I think that Celtic need to 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 get signings in kind of quickly is, is a goalkeeper right back and left back I think they're they're the main positions definitely that we need we need someone in there Mark I, I'd agree with that goalkeeper's becoming becoming a necessity it really is it's becoming desperate in there that's, that's my main concern that's what I'd go for first a goalkeeper especially Mark when I was telling you that um, and I joined you on the podcast at the time when I was talking about Paul Robinson he said that Celtic will concede goals with either Barkas or Bain in goals and and he's actually seems to be proven right by what he's saying. Celtic are conceding goals with these two lads. Like it doesn't matter, I don't think, who we have in front of them. They'll they'll concede goals. Do you get me? You know? That's that's I think the the main issue that a goalkeeper really is a must. And I don't it doesn't have to be a young lad, Mark, like a keeper can excel, Mark, 32, 33 years of age. I mean, we've seen that across the road with, with Adam McGregor, do you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, Joe Hart, Joe Hart, did we say 34, coming up in 35, for a year, a year, maybe. Exactly. He'll do the, he'll do the job they now. Because as I said, we're getting desperate, we really are. But we've got to the next two years find a new like, long-term number one. The thing about that is as well, you get well like every at Celtic, we go and buy a good young keeper like we did with Forrest, eh, with Forster, and a couple of years later he's away back down to England. Fair days we made a lot of money off the deal and things like that, but, but this lad, it's a case of just looking at guys that are 
33, 34. Send their car for two years, man, because... Every two years, just bring in the next 33, 34-year-old. From, from what I'm hearing, like, we do have young keepers in our ranks. I mean, we've a, we've a young Irish lad there as well, who actually was signed by from Shamrock Rovers as well. I'm not even going to attempt to mention his name. But we have young Ross Doohan as well, Mark, who looks like he could be going out to Charmere because Mickey Mallon rates him so highly when he was with Dundee United last season. Like So we have keepers there, Mark, but it seems to be a little bit too early for them to take that step up to get me. You know, yeah. you know, I've been mean, I mean, like Celtic today. See what AC Milan done with that Donna Roman. That I've been mean, fancy Celtic throwing a sixteen-year-old keeper in, and just right. So that's you were number one keeper now. Mm-hmm. But Liam Quinn was said there like that. Doohan is twenty-three, Mark. Like so, he should be kind of really kind of making a step up as well. Like he should be pushing. Like that makes my point. Then, so Mark is Ross doing actually good enough to be Celtic number one, or are we just not seeing it? Like you know what I mean? Or, Wouldn't be? You know, like knocking at the door, asking questions, kind of at that age. Like I don't think the likes of Bain and and Barkas would improve because of their age. Like you, I thought Barkas was much younger, but he's twenty seven, and and Bain John is. Is 28, like at that age, John, they just don't look improving because they're at that age now that they're stuck in these mistakes, I think. Uh, I just I just think they've reached the level right, and I don't actually, I don't think they're going to improve, but their age is kind of, goalkeepers kind of got enough 10 years in them for that age, so I just mm-hmm. don't think they're good enough. Uh, Another Barkas, Barkas will go away somewhere and we'll keep an eye on them and we'll see videos on Twitter and that, but how could they not have played like that for us? Jenkins just one he it's just a copy, it's just nobody said it. it's just no way to work out. It's just time to go. I do John, just think it's you see a lot of players doing that, didn't you? Can I go to clubs that doesn't work out? Just a bad for one reason or another, it's just a bad transfer. We spoke we spoke about look at Chris Sutton at Chelsea. Aye. Come up here and he's uh, he's flying up here. Just that's I think Barkis, so it's just something along their kind of lines. But he'll get well he'll get away and do a decent job for somebody. Same with Pookie at Hampton as well, didn't it? Kind of didn't work out for him when he moves on. Do you get me? 
You know? Oh, let's look yeah. back to... You know? What, what, body, nah. what body you want kicked on, Paul? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Space exactly. series each other, isn't it? You know? A poor thing to say. I mean, as we've said about the barcast, when we saw videos on YouTube and things like that, I mean, it did look a good keeper. Mm. I just, I don't know. It's a, like a totally different guy. He's turned up at Celtic Park. Exactly. And that's that seemed to be... Like, we all thought it was due to the pandemic, maybe him not being out and about, but, thing like, but now a lot of restrictions have been lifted and he seems to be... It just hasn't worked out, and, and that's just the end of the story, really. Like, I mean, that, it just hasn't worked out for Barkers at Celtic, and unfortunately, I don't think it will now. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's, I don't think, Mark, we can risk giving Barkers another run of games to see if he's going to come to keep... We can't afford to... After losing our first game, do you get me? I'll be really surprised if Barkas is still here at the end of the transfer window. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, don't know if they've changed their ideas about loaning him out just to get him out of the club and out the country, back to Greece or something like that, do you know what I mean? But they weren't looking to loan him, but I can't see anybody giving us any serious money for him, do know? Maybe a, a loan with an option to buy next year is more likely. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate again that. And again, has to pick players one not good enough, and again the player who who wants to be away and who again showed us that he doesn't actually want to be at Celtic. Uh, John is is Edward, you know. Ah, it's just it's I'm just playing with off a team now. In terms of the players you named, I feel no one to be there, no good enough. Uh, Edward as well, it's just the type we can get for him, get him out the door today. Mm-hmm. Mark, my my question to yourself is that. Does does a Yesi actually fit into Ange's plans that he's not getting a run of games ahead of uh, of Edward or is a Yesi picking up an injury or carrying an injury that we don't know about? Do you know? Well, I've not heard them getting a knock or anything like that, Paul. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he's not giving him a chance. I mean, when, when was it he came on against Hearts? In the extra time, weren't this extra time? Oh, uh, exactly. No, sorry, no, sorry. It was actually near the end of it. So he came in extra time against Meachland, wasn't this? Yeah. I come on and he came in about t- ten minutes to go or something against Hearts. Do you know what I mean? Like it's and, uh, it's mind-boggling, like how 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 Edward can stay in the pitch. After the shift that you've just watched Edward put in, and it took him that length of time to throw a yeti on. Mm-hmm. He's maybe just carrying a note, no fit to start, but start. If it is that, again, it's back to you. just playing the, the hand that he's been dealt. It has to go with Edward. But, I mean, against Dundee, if it's not if it's not the day with an injury, surely he's going to go with a Yeti up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, what's your take on that? It's a tough one. Uh, so, obviously, I mean, Edward is quite nicking score, but obviously he's not interested in... I think obviously when he has an odd say attitude and stuff like that, yeah, he deserves a chance probably to kind of see what he's got, if he's going to put effort in, uh, he should sub about him to get his goals, but he's a tough man, as Mark was saying, he's only playing with all he's got, so uh, maybe start with that boy we just bought, a Japanese boy, maybe put him up that, can I see what he's got about him, get him in the team, get the fitness and that him up as well. Exactly, because um, uh, Fugohashi can, can actually play across any position, Mark, in in, in in the starting lineup, anywhere up like four and they can put anywhere. Yeah, up. he can play as a false number ten as well for Celtic. Like you know, what I mean, at this stage, like 
I'd play anyone up there who 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 we know can play in the shift mark or create goals for other players like but Edward doesn't seem to be doing that for, for no one. Selfish Edward but was starting to see again. But you know But even going back to how we are yet in spoken to Mikey went on about a few things as well. He played Captaincy. I played him in the pre season games. Gave him the captaincy because of how well he was showing up in training and things like that. And then this kinda of blew it. Yeah, and like one player who who we all know has actually made an effort to lose weight. What what, what was it? Yes, he no. We don't know uh are things going on behind the scenes or you know, we we don't know at the moment why it's Dan's decision, but it's it's really down to the lack of signings as well, Mark, and options that um and has at the moment that Celtic that he has to kind of play these players. Oh, that's that is pick a team to be player that don't want to be there and not be good enough. Mm-hmm. There's really till there's more bodies come in the door, there's not really much else he can do. Mm-hmm. Just moving on from the negatives, like what positives have have, have you seen from, from from the Harps game? Like that, like there there has been positives. John, I come to yourself first. Uh, just for the first time, I play with trying to play. Uh, can I see it? Can I can I team a wee bit? But it's just always sort of nobody call it and make it kind of take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just looks at him against it gone and he gets his players in. It's going to be. Good football we've seen, and I think we'll be turning teams there, but just kind of need to be patient a bit to see if one comes in. Uh, other than that, I've not really seen any much more positives. Uh, just the way we started playing, the kind of good attacking football, but uh, still need to wait and see. Exactly, Mark. Well, I think that's really that. We can see that he's trying to change things, and we can see what he's trying to do, but again, it's down to who's on the park, whether it's working or not. But, Totally dominated the game. No, there's no question about that, the possession and things like that, but it doesn't win you games. But we made a, had we made a lot of good chances to win it. We should have just against stupid mistakes cost us, it really was. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. We're going up and oh, what we need to do with the defence now. We need to just cut out stupidness. Exactly. Yeah, the, and the defending at that first goal against Starfield and you cover yourself in glory and you're thinking to yourself, Jesus, wait, man. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought I thought we've got to have an Arshane Duffy there. I, 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 was, <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, no, please. But as you said earlier, they started coming back, coming into the game a bit and kind of showing he's got a wee bit about him. So just hopefully it was just kind of first game there was a wee bit. Aye, just actually finding his feet on a park. Aye. Even things like that. But Aye. It did improve and I don't I, I think there's a lot better to come firm, do you know what I mean? But just across the board, silly, stupid mistakes seem to cost us. I think Starfield too was playing more left back as well, covering Taylor last in the game as well. I noticed that there he was covering Taylor and, and last in the game. Really kind of kept. And that's when they opened up. Uh, yeah, that's when they opened up as well, Max. So, like, if you don't have players next year who, who are there to do their job, like, it's going to drag you away from that position. Now, fair juice to start for for noticing that he had to cover for Taylor as well, like, but like he said, shouldn't be doing that, like, you know what I mean? It's like what we said about McGregor last year covering for... Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's an area, Mark, that, 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 that we don't need our, our, our centre-backs to be doing, that they have to go out and cover for for four wing backs when they're pushing for that they're not able to get back we, we can't afford to be to be doing that next season we'll be sorrow that's going to recover that 
that's the thing that that has to be questioned in because I I've picked out Zara as well, Mark. I I question out is he the national replacement for for Scott Brown? No, he's not. That, he's a total. You see, once you see him, he's a totally different type of player. He's Scott Brown. Mhm. You know, kind of later on, Scott Brown. Do you know what I mean? The, Tim McGregor needed to cover for, but you know what? Yeah. He needs to wind his neck in a bit with some of his tackles as well. I think. I think he's he could end up getting a few bookings this year. Seems very rash. Aye. Don't but, they? I mean, he's only young lad. Aye, that's the thing about it, and you can see that he is a good player. He's just needed like the rough edges kind of pull the stuff him again. Manages the man to do that, hopefully. I think coached well into it, he'll start kind of cutting that out and learns every time his uh, tackles better and you know, again he'll just take the ball clean instead of obviously bringing players down and causing free kicks. He blew boots. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I get him away, man. Somebody else has blue boots on as well and I felt like putting my foot through the telly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the next topic and again, it has started already this season uh, all you'd unexpected. Uh, Refereeing decisions again have to be to be called back. Um, but Bobby Madden again had had, had a shocking a shocking game uh, against Celtic. And Mark, do you want to comment on on the on the referee decisions? Oh, atrocious! I, I mean, I'm not I'm not using them as an excuse. Do you know what I mean? Hearts beat is again bumping. I'm not blaming the referees for that. But the performance was Madden was shocking. That challenge for, Hall- on Hall- for Halliday on McGregor. That's a red card every every day of the week. That's a red card. Especially, especially when you see um, Michael Short, like a former Hearts player, saying it was a red card all day long as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I like about Michael Short. Like, he's not biased. Do you know what I mean? He says it as it is on the pay- and he said clearly that that's a red card. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it just shows. That Celtic are really up against again this season against referees. I don't think anybody, you know, anybody would could honestly say that wasn't a red card and mean it. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. It was meant. The only people who would probably say it was a red card would be Hearts fans and Rangers fans. Mm-hmm. You should need the any type of fan <coughs> in the world, and they're going to tell you that's a red card. Christoph Bear, he said that Christoph Bear, he said it as well, didn't he? Said it's a red card. Mm-hmm. Even, it's not just that, like like poor linesman decision as well, like like the offside, like clearly offside. Abadar was. Do you mean it was? It just wasn't an offside altogether. Do you mean like or this? this I mean, they said that as a referee's mark is just shocking again. Your arm, your arm can't be offside. Mhm. It's got to be a part of your body that you can legally like get out with the ball with. So, that's, so your arm can't be offside, and that's what mm-hmm. they went with it. His arm was offside. And that's basic rules, Paul. Do you know what I mean? That's basic rules alignment. What they picked up on. So what do Celtic do? Like, so I'm thinking now, like, like, do the Celtic players actually surround the referee when these decisions are being made? To maybe three or four players surround the referee and 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 take it out the referee there and then. Do we start doing that as, as a team? No, but they could do that, Rod. That's just giving them some excuses to pull out cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it up to... Well, we've said it before, it shouldn't be up to Celtic to come out and challenge this stuff. 
do you know what I mean? The, the, I spoke about it. The Aki's manager last season spoke about it, and then he got any bother with the SFA or SFPL for slag for bad for saying the referee a shot. Yeah, that, that that was my next point because he got he got a ban mark. It was it three or four games? I think he he got that time. Like, so is it up to the CEO of Celtic maybe to come out and it needs to back up. I question this. It needs to be a collective kind of movement if you want to call it that. That it's not just Celtic. It's Oh my god, they didn't win the league, now they want to take on the referees and stuff like that. It's not any day with that, but actually, you keep going on about the standards of the game and things like that. I've seen some of the Rangers in the Cooper say that uh, the TV deal, they went in and they undersold the game and all this pattern. Oh, who's going to watch a game with decisions like that? Exactly. See, that's my, that's my main concern, like that. It's, it's, it happens so early in the season that we already seen bad tackles again on Celtic players going without bookings or even sending offs. Now, what I was reading was that because Bobby Madden gave the free kick and that the people were saying that he was cute in giving the free kick because then he can't be questioned on his decision. Like, I gave the free kick. Well, you're on about, do you get me? You know, well, actually, can I do that next time? Once he's seen it or something, he's dealt with it. Exactly, he's dealt with it. Like, and that's why he, no kind of things can come into it. Like, so Bobby Madden as well was cute in, in his way, Mark, in giving that decision as the free kick, but Aye. not to give a booking or anything, Mark. It's like, and that's it's going to be a long season for Celtic against the referees. I think mostly against the Celtic should be in the position, Mark in losing games because of referees, because as you said, Mark, the game should have been over by then. Celtic should have had that game wrapped up. But, but see, these decisions are going to cost us in games. But see, if they're going to, if Ange or anybody's going to come out with us, we can't just do it when we get beat. To get what, no, what, that we have to call it up, Mark, when we're winning as well. When, even if you win, you, go, you say we won that game, but the rest of the day, shot, I don't think, I think Ange is the type of guy that will come out and say things like that. No, it doesn't seem to mince his words. No, right. Go on, go on. Just got to say, if people try to be a spit, like a smart arse with him, he's just as, as much a smart arse back with him. Was it the boy from the BBC the other day? Kind of put a wee dig at. So I think your fans, I wouldn't be surprised if fans comes out and maybe press conference and even mention something, just even solely about that tackle on McGregor. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see. Now one of these like, fans groups that to talk to him, I'd like to one of them even ask that to ask him that kind of question. Without getting conspiracy theories and things like that. Just what was your opinion on that decision on that, that Exactly because you see that down. What was your opinion on the offside? The offside? You'll see that down, Mark down and you'll see that down in the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? The commentators would ask him that down in the Premier League, so why aren't Sky Sports commentators asking Celtic that in the Scottish League? Do you get me? Oh, you know? I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. Get, ask, get one of the Celtic fans that are allowed to get one of them to ask them these kind of questions. As I say, we'll get into the full conspiracy theory, the Masons and all that. But just the exactly. incidents, what was, your, exactly. what was your opinion on them? Like, if we're going to have... Bison in the first team and if Bison's going to get caught for pace and he's going to put a player back or be stupid in a tackle because he's, he doesn't have the fitness or we're going to have Zorro who sometimes goes rashly into to, to attack a mark Celtic are going to get red cards definitely in the season next season you know See, I'm just, 
I just said that about Sorrow. I can see him picking up a few cards this year. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the moment, there's going to be nothing changing within the Scottish FA market regarding referees because if nothing's been done by the Scottish FA, nothing is going to be changed with the referee standards in Scotland. And I don't know how they can see that the standards as refereeing is up to scratch in, in Scotland. We've spoken you know? about it before. Yeah. I think even we, John, I know we spoke about it with Mikey. For me, the referee should be comfy UEFA. Mm-hmm. You come from a country, you you shouldn't be refereeing again. It might be different doing the vote like you were lower leagues kind of idea, but you should be you should pass a UEFA test to be mm-hmm. a referee and then you go on your roster and that's your full time job. You fly other different countries refereeing referee games, but you don't referee any games in your own country. Did any, Scottish, did any Scottish referees the, the Euros? No, no, but that just shows back that they're not picked. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the Scottish teams there, but none of our referees get took on. Sorry, mm-hmm. what were you going to say there? Well, I was going to say that was an idea. You were saying that's, that's a good idea, obviously. Just want to rest with different countries, and it go to all the different countries, so there's like, Obviously, they still do it at levels, John. No, I mean, like, if you're, no. you're from Scotland, you're not getting sent. Or, 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 unless you pass the exam, do you get what? Unless you pass, no. you'd be able to date in, like, the big five leagues or whatever you want. You don't get a job in them. Do you know what I mean? So, Scotland, maybe the Scottish refs are getting sent out of places like Holland and Belgium, Sweden, and things like that. But we're getting Dutch refs and Swedish refs into referee your games in the top, in the top league. Uh, definitely, that's an idea. The money UF is making out of the fit, but surely they can, do you get what I mean? Surely they can afford to implement that kind of system. Even mm-hmm. the money, even see the money that the SFA and that's paying into the referees, just to pay the UF to cover their kind. That's their chip into the cause. Uh, every week put something in a pot and then UEFA just deals with it. Putting this here and putting this there. Again, don't they? The Premier League will be, they'll be paying, I don't know, millions of pounds a year to the referees probably. So they put the millions into the UEFA pot. We put in the million or whatever we're paying a year. We, put, we just put that million in. It just working. Mm. I mean, it's not a, a, no rocket science really if a net fucking tit like we can come up with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's it, but do you think if yeah, people who are in Scottish football want things like that, I think they're just happy with the way it is. The refs are. They'll just want to keep it that way. Yeah. Maybe they'll want to see you change in it, or maybe they'll want to see you. Scottish football just ran on like, status quo. There's, there's no ambition whatsoever in Scottish football. On a, on, on a whole. I mean, Celtic Rangers, we can all argue and bang on about the Champions League and that, but we get to the Champions League and we're whipping boys in it. We're only there for the money. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Basically, we're, we're hurling ourselves out for a scalping. Do you know what I mean? We're geese there. Uh, what, we get beat 7-1 with Pakistan Germain, we get beat 6-9 with Barcelona, it doesn't matter, look at the money in the bank. That's <laughs> the outlook of Scottish Fibber. There's no long-term, again, we've started moaning about it with Celtic, but even Scottish Fibber, there's no long-term planning or looking at different ways to improve the game as a whole. They're just quite happy to just plod along, getting the scraps for the table for Sky, and just plodding along their wee end bubbly stupidness. Ah, it's definitely like scraps, guys, isn't it? It's something that's 30 million a season we get. Is it even as much as that? I think 50 million, they're England's fucking relegated. It just shows you, isn't it, the golf, isn't it? 
that's a kind of payment. They've got all the money to get through the season for the amount of teams going to the telly and things like that. Aye. I mean, so that's the championship playoff. That's the richest one-off game of football anywhere in the world. The winner of that makes more money than the World Cup winners or anything. Champions League winners a lot. That what that play out the playoff to get into the Premier League. I remember years ago I was reading um, when Celtic went to Seville in the Europa League Cup run and Rangers won the title that that season. I think they did a double that season, and Celtic actually made money on the, the Europa League one that Rangers did by winning the league mark. That's what I was reading years ago, and that like so, you know, you know, like there's no, there's not much big money really in in, in the Scottish league, is is there? No, you know, and the, the people running it are never going to do anything. Not going to invest this. Either own. We mean that. Uh, who's the boxing promoter? The, the, the his dad. Hearn is it a Hearn? Eddie Hearn or something. Eddie Hearn. He done a talk once and spoke about it. Spoke about like. How it's Scott, the Scottish League, there's no kind of PR to kind of get a wee bit of razzmatazz and get people interested in it and things like that. Well, hope you know, Mark, with this new deal in, in America that it might get it some exposure. You know, that's been viewed in, in America by, by CBS that that was a big contract for the SBL to get that deal. Do you know what I mean? You know? Did it come out how much that was worth? No, no, still not, in, still not on how much it was worth. You know, yeah, see for all you know, Paul. You'll be, be lucky if it's a million pound the way the Scottish the Scottish game's been run. Mm-hmm. It's all these old dinosaurs and jobs for the boys, like the old bowling club committees and that. It's all that kind of mob that runs your game, and it's exactly Celtic. I'm needing to get people in to kick up, come in with new ideas, things to better the game, help make a game more appeal, more. Appealable, is that a word appealable? Like, like what they're doing down in England, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're constantly changing who's on the board down in the Premier League, um, uh, the chief executives and stuff like that. They're constantly changing that along their mark because they're constantly bringing in fresh ideas, do you get me? Aye. You know? Uh, another thing that holds us back up here is Celtic Rangers just on the boardroom level, Celtic Rangers are just quite happy plodding along at the same level as well. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like Dominic Mackay getting, in, getting into the SFA or SFPL and saying, blah, 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 I've done this at the rugby and this really caught the, Do you know what I mean? It's just something that worked in rugby. They'd laugh him up to Dominic. Aye, either uh, it would come down to, oh no, we're not doing that, and then it would be a case of, Oh, that's good. Rangers did the one Celtic today. Do you get what I mean? That's the kind of way things run. Exactly. We need to get by all that as well. It seems to be like, oh no, Rangers aren't going to go ahead with that because Celtic came up with that decision, or or Celtic won't do that because Rangers came up with that decision. That that's the way it kind of it kind of was in the Scottish League, Mark, all the time, wasn't it? Really? You well, know? Then it was a case of like Peter Lowe left the, the SFA or SFPL board, whatever it was. And, the Rangers guy took her for two years and then he will, he left and Peter Lowe took her for two years. It's just, nothing's changing, it's just wee hot tips and another job and another salary. Nobody's actually working to improve anything. I suppose we can say like that, like, well, I was saying that Celtic hasn't moved with the modern times of the game and, and, and stuff like that, but in a way, when you look at it, like Celtic was only moving the way the Scottish football was moving, Mark, and it was 
it could have been Scott that the Scottish football was wasn't moving in the right direction to modernise the game and said they were just falling into the same category because they were under the Scottish FA? No. No? No, I know when you to, you listen to people like likes of Jonas and that talk about Dundee United, Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dundee, exactly. Dundee United would have been more than, I'd have said, more than likely to, to kind of fall into a wee kind of SFA kind of rut than a club with Celtic's resources. If clubs like Dundee United, St. Martin can sort themselves out. Exactly. Again, it's just needing, needing some new ideas to come in and change things a bit. Exactly. All this, every year people talk about league reconstruction and things like that. I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know about live chat. John thinks about that. What do you think, John? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Reason instruction. Yeah, I think something you need to think something as well. You were saying to think, kick it on and make it more interesting. Playing, uh, would, would, you, would you think about putting more teams in all this for the start week? Gonna... See, that's what I was just going to say there. That's playing each other four times a season. Mm-hmm. Lot. And see how that's about four or games and whatever they advertise. That's a lot of nonsense. It's taken the whole uh, voice of the, the Glasgow Derby, hasn't it? But not just that, Paul. That, that can't have been a TV contract when you've got a split in your league. Exactly. Basically, what you're doing is match fixing there. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to happen, but what if Celtic or Rangers didn't finish in the top six? Do we need to get the four derbies? Mm-hmm. So that's all. And it's even at that. Just, well, fine. Just a stuff. No, but, but this, is, this is how we've got to run our game. If you don't want to, if you don't want to pay money to show it, we'll find somebody else that will. That's basically what you say. Don't don't be don't be tout and tout the TV companies for buttons. Mm-hmm. See if they were giving us the kind of money uh, in England. Fair dues. Just get, I mean, you'd have Scottish football jumping through hoops. They'd be playing games at two o'clock more than if they were getting that kind of money. But we're not, for what we're getting, we shouldn't even be letting them dictate to us how our games run. Someone who 
who won't let the players be victim of a poor challenge, someone who will stand up to the referee, someone who will give these tackles himself, someone who's basically a young Scott Brunmark, uh, a young Neil Lennon, a young Peter Grant, a tough player. I think James McCarthy is that, Mark. I, th- I, don't, th- I don't think he'd be going in harshly tackles that that Zorro will be. He'll time his tackles and he'll time them well. Do you know what I mean? You know, someone... That's my favorite thing. A job for us here and now. For me, exactly. the category is Joe Hart. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not the answer long term. No. You get me? Oh, but that's why I'm oh. saying, like, at the moment, Mark, Celtic look like a team, Mark, who who will be bullied on the park, I think, looking at it. We've no one there with, with a bit of a voice in, 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 in our first team. Like, do you know what I mean? We've seen... And, and I fear that this current Celtic team will be getting bullied on thing. And I, I think McCarthy wouldn't would stand for no crap like that if he if he came. And I think the deal is kind of nearly done. I think you know with James McCarthy. People are saying it's been it's already done. It's just made a nice but I've heard that before. But <coughs> oh, exactly. Uh, John, John, but you you know didn't you? What, but Mark? But McCarthy. Aye, aye, just obviously my cousin's text as well. He kind of said he kind of knows some dates, obviously, why they ones, and uh, so it's supposed to be a done deal. It's kind of already been done and stuff, so it's why they ones just texting, so I'll not believe it until it's the last year when it's half above his seat. See, that's this. We can't kind of read, read too much into it, Mark, because we've heard it all before, didn't we? Uh, you know? Every summer. Every but is that the type of player that we need, Mark? Uh, definitely. You know, experience uh, Premier League. I, mean, I don't know. People seem to miss thing about being injury prone. For, I, there's only one bad injury, and that was about two years ago, is it no? Ah, his last two seasons, yeah, he played over fifty games for Crystal Palace. Yeah, his last two seasons, and I think the two seasons he probably only played about seventy games or something, sixty. So I don't know where that thing about him in, get being injury prone is, but if, I mean, even at that, we spoke about it as well. We play enough games, Paul. Exactly. We can rotate these players, do you know what I mean? You don't need to be playing 50 games a season for us. Exactly. I just think... Another player for me, Joe Hart, would come into days a job, although I've always liked BJ McCarthy if he was at Hamilton, do you know what I mean? I'm delighted if it comes off for him kind of thing, but it would be my first choice. It would have been a few years back, but it wouldn't have been my first choice now. But he's one of these players, he's at that level, he'll come in and he'll hit the ground running. You don't need the time to bed in, do you know what I mean? Joe Hart will swagger into, swagger into changing room and be Joe Hart. And he'll not need time to settle in. I guess it would be the same kind of signing. And it would bolster up the midfield. <coughs> that, I think that is just the the player that we need, Matt. Because uh, like someone to give Cal McGregor a hand being, being captain as well. like Because the Celtic team is really lacking leaders. Do you know what I mean? Like an experienced player to give Cal McGregor a hand. Like Cal McGregor can't watch the whole game. Like, well, if he has someone behind him, like James McCarthy, someone who is experienced, Mark, he could organise that defence as well. Or organise these young players. Do you know what I mean? And let and let Cal McGregor then do what he has to do as well. Like, do you know what I mean? That is one of the things, Paul. We have got a, a young team, which is a good thing. We moan about exactly. We moan about no even young players, but when you look at it. A lot of your first team are what you would consider young players. Mm-hmm. But you do, you will need to like put 
experience in there somewhere. And I mm-hmm. said that is that why Beaton's been getting again because he's ex- he's so called experience. It hasn't been paying off, though, has it? He's experienced. Guys, look, Daphne would do numerous jobs. Do you know what I mean? Do, not just the playing side, even Liam on the live chat talking about standards again. He's coming in and used to Premier League standards, so he'll be training it to get what I mean. That rubs off on other players. And exactly. Joe Hart, players learn from, can learn from these guys that have played down in England for years. No. I was reading as well that Celtic had the chance to sign him. I'm not his agent either. I think he's a good player and he's, he's definitely going to add something to the team. And as you said, standards as well. He can be higher standards then. Can I show an example? Maybe get players to up their standards. And he's a free, free transfer as well, so it makes sense to me. Uh, I obviously support the sale that boy too, so I think they're going to take a lot of convincing from the come. He's setting and he's, he's made all his money down there, he's played down there. Uh, he's at a good age as well, like he's not old. Like uh, he's 30, like he's 30, he's 30 as of age, Mark. Like, like he's still able to get around the pitch, like James McCarthy and stuff like that. It's not if he's coming in like a 35 year old player, do you know what I mean? Probably if he stays fit, you could get a good 3 4 year out of James McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Not, maybe not playing every week, but having him there, I mean, even the, imagine, like, even. We know the type of player he is. Imagine the difference he would make in the midfield and the, the derby games. Someone with a bite, Mark. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we, we need, that we don't have, like... So, and, and like I don't know who said it there. Somebody said uh, the, the, the midfield is powder puff. It is. It is. I mean, McGregor doesn't mind a tackle, but he's a bit doing the tackling as well. But he doesn't mind doing a wee bit of the physical side of the game. And I think Zorro too could learn off McCarthy as well, Mark, in, in, in timing and stuff like that. Turn- not turn aside Zorro. No, but Zorro's not exactly the most physical player, isn't he, no? No, and that's why we need someone like James McCarthy to come in. Like, Zorro would learn off McCarthy as well, like in tackling and his reading of the game as well, like because I've noticed too, like, Zorro... It's caught too in no, no man's land as well, Mark, a few times. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's he, he's young, Mark, and he's, like... Basically, like, Zorro should have been in the squad last season, so he he wouldn't be in this position now. Do you know what I mean? He's probably about a year behind in his kind of development. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he didn't... He? We saw flashes of Waker Day last season. We know there was a decent player in there. I said, a bit rough with the edges, but he learned it. He should have been a lot further along in his learning curve by now. Mm-hmm. Just again, Scott Brown just took his, top back, took his place back for. And the guy's done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what would really. That's, for me, that's kept Soros' progression back, Paul. I'll say that. Just the way that Scott Brown would playing if he was fit available. Exactly. Um, I'm just hearing there that Aston Villa are looking at Luke O'Connor. That's that's I'm just reading there. I was just reading that Luke O'Connor, Aston Villa. Oh. Yeah, I'm just reading that there now. So they actually actually must have saw something in Luke O'Connor, Mark, that, that he's not getting the game that, and his agent has come out saying that He's looking at, at his options at the moment because he's he's not getting a chance at Celtic. Like, that's what you asked the school manager to be coming in and telling these young guys, look, just think about you know, you'll get your chance once my squad's in place. Mm. 
Yeah, that's another. Yeah, again, you can't blame these young guys. We spoke no. about it, but we're hoping this was all going to change when. Yeah, you know, that's a bit of a buzz down there, because I think Hobbs will look like Connor. I was really looking forward to seeing him playing for Celtic, to be honest. And if Aston Villa are going to be sniffing around the market, and if his agent has come out saying he's looking at his options, that means no, that his agent is actually looking around for him. Yeah. Maybe, never know. <laughs> you know, but I was also reading today that Mark, that we were, we were, we were in a position to sign James McCarthy two years ago, but Peace and Lord refused to put um, a loan deal to, to Everton at the time. So, like, we could have got James McCarthy maybe two, three years ago, and it, again, it came down to Peace and Lord not giving that money that, 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 that he was valued at, you know? There's umpteen times we could have seen McCarthy the other years, Paul. Mm-hmm. Time he was available on loan or on transfer, he would have probably came to Celtic. Well, even that time when he was a Hamilton, like you said, Mark, wasn't this? Was he a Hamilton years ago? Hamilton, but oh, see, because he chose to play for the Republic, he took dogs abuse, Paul, mm-hmm. by a wagon. It was shocking, the grief he got for a young. He was 16 year old at the time, Paul. Uh, that's when he broke in, wasn't it? At 16, and James McArthur, I mean, they two in the middle together. But and it just went. It was po- I see anywhere he was playing, it was poisonous for him, for a young boy. You can't even, I think, gee, then, he didn't fancy the move to Celtic because he just thought it would even be worse for him. Yeah, exactly. Would you blame him? Yeah. His dad was sitting in the stand, proud as punch, a boy playing, do you know what I mean? And all yeah. Total vile abuse about stuff. So you can't blame him for going to England then, but I think as he grew up and... I think he would have been able to kind of died up death. I think he would have, yeah, he, he would have known. He knows now, Mark, how to deal with all that kind of stuff. Now it's just, it'll just fly off his head, all this abuse that, that, that maybe he'll get going up to this, up this Scotland. Like, you know, James McCarthy isn't the young lad anymore. Like, he he be able to, to take all this abuse. He knows he know what he's coming into, Mark, being a Celtic supporter as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, you know? And he knows he's never, he's not going to get neither near as, as much abu- abuse as James McLean, you know, I mean, it's not that kind of level. Exactly, exactly. So, if it's done, I think we're all in agreement that it's a sign in that Celtic need at the moment. It's kind of a no-brainer that Celtic need. But I have to put a question mark into it because is he an Ange signing? Because, Mark, we were led to believe at the start of transfer window that Ange taught him that Celtic board that he didn't want James McCarthy, that he favoured Aaron Moy. So, again, we're going to... Oh, you were going to say he was a ginger. Huh? <laughs> Being Scottish, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but, that's my only concern about it, he's a ginger. You know, but that's the question there, Mark, doing this. Is, it, is this an Ange signing, or is this a Celtic board signing, well, and are this... Maybe I just seen what he's got, Paul, they thought, I actually need him. Aye, McCarthy would do a job for us. I mean, as he said the other night, Paul, he's not been living in the moon. He's watched football. Exactly. You'll know. I mean, McCarthy... And of course, these are more reports too, Mark, that came up with Dave, with Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Moy as well. Like, you know, we're not led to believe that this actually happened or Ange actually said this to the Celtic board. Do you get me? Oh. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think, you know? I think it would be silly for any manager to just if you, you see what, whether it is even doing to Dermot Desmond saying, do you want this player? 
I can get back and make you. I'll make sure you get this player. Exactly. Do you get what I mean? There's nothing wrong by that. So Angie's went and looked and says, "Ah, he McCarthy would really do a job for us." And it would even, or no paying a transfer fee, so it leaves money in the transfer pot, whatever. And I think we can actually get James McCarthy now because Peter Lawler isn't there, that we actually have a better chance to get James McCarthy now than we did in previous years, Mark. I think that's maybe how in Champions Street, they can have up his wage from the McCarthy wage. Can I, can I straight swap now, eh? Aye, that's good thinking, John. Aye. Aye, it's just also them. Okay. Is that why they, 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 they maybe didn't. Um, extend Encham's uh, contract you think Mark by by next year that this, they maybe talked about James McCarthy and look we can get him like he's going to commit for two or three years to Celtic like and this fan does want to be here why are we giving him an extra year do you get me you know aye, no, that's, I never give that a thought that's a good idea Encham and if Crystal Palace are in for Christie as well mm-hmm. so that's the moment that's Encham is a uh, huh. Is with no club like and what I thought too was disrespectful for Mencham when we were playing our game was it against was it was it the weekend and he was there he was over watching a friendly with Marseille with all his buddies no, do you know what I mean he knew he, it, it, exactly he, I knew then that he wasn't a Celtic player he was just waiting on just waiting probably on the kind of finalisation getting signed off or something like that but I don't I'm I, delighted I'm delighted then Chandler's gone, Mark. I, I, I really am, like, because, one, he didn't want to be here, and, like, all this crap then I heard then, like, that he wanted to be here for, he wanted to stay for another season, and I think that's only Celtic season in Cham. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, getting a chance to find a club that he wants, and, and it's, it's the same with Edward. I don't want Edward to be staying another season. Celtic pleasing Edward. It's, going back, it's, it's the same situation between Cham and Edward. We're there to please them, like, no one else. Do you get me? Well, you know? Even Angie, Angie McKay both sat there and said they'll do what's the best for Celtic Football Club. Exactly. Uh, as, as having Edward in the team, is that for the Celtic Football Club? No, definitely not. No, we'll see them. McKay, telling his agent, look, that's deal, whether it's, whether it's Brighton, whether it's made, get this deal finalised. You know what we want, get it done. Exactly. Sorry, that's not just taking drink water. So, before we move on to the next game against Joblock, um, John, is there anything you want to, to bring up that we discussed before we move on to the, the next preview of the match? Uh, no, no, just kind of covered it in there. Coffee. <laughs> 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 it's hard to get him to shut up in it, Paul. <laughs> oh, is that that? Is that a wee bit you put in a wee, a wee twenty minute talk bit? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just all my concerns about it. So, like, you know, it's just the goalkeeper's a big concern, isn't it? Uh, I just hope we get that done quite soon. Uh, and just obviously the last few years, the team we've had, we've kind of seen maybe kind of downsizing. It's just obviously it's getting less and less quality. And kind of seems to look at the board of kind of orchestrating it a bit. So they're like kind of downsizing, getting the wages down and stuff like that. And, I'm kind of happy with me the orchestra now. Can I know he's going to put his own for titles now? Uh, I think it's no harm as well that the squad has downsized because our squad was way too big. Like we, we, we were signing players just for the sake of it, really. At, at some stage, like who weren't going to come in and improve the squad as well, John, weren't we? Yeah, I think it's, 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 it
kind of how good their team we are, but I'm sure what you've got to give and respect them. And obviously we are past results here, obviously we need to give and respect them and not take them as mugs. Mm-hmm. So we need to go on a run, we need to go on a run quick, and it has to be a good run, a good 10, 15 game run. Uh, I'd say we can't lose any games in that at all. It's a team that we should be beating, like, do you know what I mean? But and it's it's good to say the thing, like, but considering how Ange hasn't the team playing at the moment the way he wants and how Celtic are lacking in certain positions, like we highlighted at the start of the at the podcast, like our goal positions or, or left back positions, we still need another centre back, like Edward is not scoring the goals we need him to be scoring. Like, like you have to have some worry uh, going into this game. Like that, Celtic are still kind of unprepared, you know. Oh, definitely not, Gavin. That's just uh, I'm not a hundred percent confident beating. Them. I wouldn't be a hundred percent confident myself beating anybody. You know, to be honest, Paul. Mm-hmm. But I start. Well, your heart rules your head. I still, I still think they will. I think they will beat them, but. It's not, a t- it's not just a formality that we turn up. We need to work for this. And I'd like to think that even if we can get Joe Hart in, we can get him in as a wild card to play in the game. Exactly. I think that, I think if, if if Hart did come in, that he, he'd definitely be a must for me to, to start. Like, you know what I mean? Because we will concede goals. And, and I, I think we we concede goals every game with either Barkas or Bain. In, in goals, I think we'll we'll we concede them all the time, Mark. And I think Paul Robson's point uh, about Celtic goalkeepers is, is he, and, and he he's starting to to be proven right. Do you get me? You know, you're not you're not confident in any keepers. Mm-hmm. It's going um, to be the ultimate the the main weak link in the team. Keep it this up. It's just that breach of confidence in the back four, Mark, to go. That, that's that's what I'm trying to look at, you know what I mean? When your goalkeepers you know? goal and your two centre-back positions are the most vulnerable in your team, you're going to have problems. Exactly. You no, know, I mean, that's basically... That's, but the goalkeeper... We spoke about that enough, but... It's the... It's the match in the centre-backs, that's not helping things either. And some like Beaton and there, that's no helping things. I've done enough for that last season, haven't we? I said, oh, back doing there. I said, oh, goalkeeper behind him as well. Welch needs to. Because, like, Welch and Dan Murray really did not run in the second leg of the Michelin game, did they? You know what I mean? They played well, like, the two lads. But again, it was just down to bad goals being given away by Celtic. Like, Welch has done nothing wrong to be dropped. I mean, see if Welsh had started on Saturday night, uh, Starfield just coming into the team, and that would have made like, Welsh like, the main man in the defence. Yeah, and I, I think maybe Ange wanted to take him out of the final line, Mark, and stuff like that, protecting him. Put beef on in, think he's experienced and things like that, but just backfired again. Exactly. You know, it's like, do we, do, do we actually start with Welsh? Um, I think another area that needs to be played, I think Montgomery needs to start instead of Taylor. Up and down that, that left wing, I think Montgomery has the legs to do it. He's showed us a numerous of times he can do it. 
you know, I, I think Taylor needs to needs to come out of that starting lineup as well. So back to Ralston, Welsh, Welsh, Starfield, Montgomery, Montgomery. Mm-hmm. with Bain and go. Bad, right? But that's, <laughs> I think that's your best option. I would, I would see that on women coming here, chance. It's kind of seems easy. I bet a bookman just says get the pace in that team. Uh, the way we're playing, we need that up that wing. That'd give me a wee chance as well. Like, another question, too, like I want to put you, like, what's the deal with Boran Goldie? Is he staying? Is he not staying? I, is he fish? Is he on fish? That's another player we're, we're, we're actually hearing nothing about at the moment and why why is he getting the game? Has he been on the bench? I, I know he was carrying a knock, but he was on the bench for the pre-seasons and he was on the bench for the Champions League qualifiers. Wasn't he Boran Goldie? I was on the bench the other week, I. You know, I don't know what's happening to him. I take it his agent's still trying to find him a move. You know, I think that's maybe why Andrews is not playing. Maybe he wants to move. He doesn't want to be playing. But then we're back to the same question then. Like, why is Edward playing? Do you get me? Like, Griffiths is, is out injured uh, with a, with a calf, calf injury as far as I know. Like, so I think he's going to go Edward again at the... Uh, on, on Thursday? Aye, right, that, that, that early, I think you'll be Edward will start. Just start playing it. Because it's probably his best chance here, go. Exactly. Like, I'm looking at the month of August, and it's not an easy month for Andrew and, and for Celtic, and if we don't start winning, uh, Celtic could be out of the Europa League, we could be down in the Conference League, and Celtic could end up being behind Rangers, Aberdeen, already marked so all in the season. Like Thursday the fifth, we have Jalbach. We have Sunday, we've Dundee at home. Thursday the twelfth, we've we've Jalbach at home. Sunday the fifteenth, we've Hearts again in the the first the the, the league cup. Uh, Sunday, Thursday the uh, the seventeenth, we have AC Almas if we do progress. And then on Sunday the twenty second, we're away to Rangers. It's a tough month and. And there's a lot of games in the month of August because of the Europa League qualifiers that Celtic now win. Like, and there's not much rest time between Thursday and Sunday either, Mark. Do you get me? You know? Well, just one of these things. We've done, we've done it for years, but Paul played Thursday, Sunday. So, mm-hmm. Again, the professional football players should have a squad to be able to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is points to be get like, Sure, if we got, we have enough the time to be beaten Dundee. Do you get me? You know, I think. I'd like to think so, but earlier on, would you be 100% confident Celtic beating anybody now? No, I think that's the problem. Like, 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 realistically, like, Ange can't be judged until this transfer window is closed and seeing what players we we bring in. And I, I think you said it, John, the forum, Mark, you're constantly saying the forum, like, we can't say Ange is not being backed at the moment because players are still coming in at the moment. The window is still open. But come maybe the end of September, October, Mark, if, if results aren't improving and, and stuff like that, Ange needs to be questioned then, doesn't he? He'll be questioned long before that if results are going the right way, Paul. Mm-hmm. But you've got to give it a bit of hang with players. You've got to just wait and see. Yeah. But the squad's like when the transfer window closes. 
and as we said earlier, we can see the team improving the way they're playing and things like that. It's just needs to be even what they're doing good, they just need to do it for longer periods and to give them a bit more often. It's just to kind of slip back into a kind of wee sideways tippy tappy bit the other night against Hearts. So I've just got to do the. the but don't maybe our fitness levels might still not be up to the, the level Ange wants them? It might be. It might be. They're giving a wee kind of breather, just passing it about for a couple of minutes just to catch their breath again. I could see that, couldn't you? In the last, the last 20 minutes, he kind of started talking off a wee bit. Uh, you see that man in training business as well, like shouting at them. We don't stop, we never stop, we keep going. Maybe a lot of players just kind of up to the fitness at the now. So it's going to take a wee bit of time. Can I get used to him? Get him up to that standard there. So do you think maybe... I mean, two, two, two weeks longer... Two weeks ago, Paul, you were saying you wouldn't, you couldn't see how yourself, how any other team in Scotland will be able to live this once we're up to speed. And no, no, and I still can't, I still can't. Oh, a wee bit. Once, 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 Ange gets the players in, Mark, I, I can, and and he gets the players in he wants, and we have the proper players in the proper positions, and we have to play the way Ange plays. I can't see it. I think we'll be too fast. Ah, I could check it out. Mark, do you mean but? We need to get the players in for Ange to do that, and I think I'm not I'm not making no judgment on Ange until we get these players in, and then we'll be able to see the proper way Ange has played, and then we'll make a decision on Ange. Get me? Uh, and I think that's only fair. Do you know what I mean? Uh, exactly. I know what you mean. I'm just saying. Yeah, other people are saying that now. You're saying off the results. Something going to arrive in September. There'll be questions asked. Yeah, I think it's going to take time. Even if we were talking earlier on about. McCaggs want to uh, modernise the club and things like that. The guy's only been at the job a month. Mm-hmm. We're still what's happening with us. We need well, we all know we need some kind of apartment built up. Do you know what I mean? We all know that. Again they could have done things a bit quicker, but it's take time for everything to fall place behind the scenes. You see that he's a rock club taking out his first couple of games doesn't he go too well. And they close a lot of the players out, and they get to, obviously after the first couple of games, the results pick up, and that's when everybody starts to take notice of these teams. Exactly. Exactly. Just going on the point here that Buzz is saying, like, it's the same with coaches. Now, Andrews came out and he calmed his coaches. He said we're severely lacking in the in the sports service area. And now that's down to a fact of, of Celtic and our previous management not modernise the club and not going with the times like that Celtic have really lacked in sports science areas and that's done and he said we need a, a conditioning coaching to condition our players to be proper like guy, we had all we had all man who just left him Paul what's that see the guy that was running that for Yokohama he just left yeah uh, he's just left him so maybe there's something in that some, there's some that he's bringing in his own his own his own staff there now we had all these implemented with Ronnie Dyla. Like, Ronnie Dyla came in, conditioned all these players, like he said, we won't fit. But this is going back to bringing in a manager who had no interest or didn't understand the way conditioning coach worked or the way sports sites worked out. We're back to the same area again, Mark, that a new manager comes in and sees that Celtic are, are lacking in these areas. That This, that this is done to... Why players are being unfit because we don't have the proper infrastructure to make these players 
I read on Twitter the other day, I don't know if this is true or not, that Stephen Lennon was announced as a Celtic manager again. Near Beaton put up uh, on one of his social medias a picture, a wee emoji thing, a wee cartoon emoji thing, a blacker and a smiley face. I believe it. Honestly, that's not on Twitter. I don't know if it's true or no, John, but folk are, uh, somebody dug it up the other day and says, I see, that's him saying that's a, that's a die out the window kind of thing in that. Well, it's just basically saying it, but you want. Uh, and, and, you be, and, you, and you believe it, right? Do you know what I mean? You believe it, right? Considering like how, how Roger had put on severe weight, Mark, in the last two seasons. Uh, yes, he was on fifth all season. Griffiths put on weight all two seasons. Do you know what I mean? Like, standards just went out the door. And I'm not going back to last season because I don't want that. But we have a coach, you know, who who sees that we're lacking in these areas, that he's bringing in these coaches for these areas, and he wants bringing these coaches areas. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, changes are going to happen, Mark, but changes aren't going to happen right away. We need to give Ange time to implement the changes he wants. And it's it's not going to take... Uh, a day or two to implement these changes. That's why Celtic fans need to just relax a small bit, let Ange do what he has to do, and see the changes being in, and then we can judge judge him once he has implemented. And and Ange, Ange said, until Ange says he has a team the way he wants the team play, Mark, we can judge Ange then. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. Sorry for your Whoa. <laughs> Who wound you, know, you up this morning? <laughs> you know, but that's that, 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 that's a deep at the supporters on the forum who are constantly bitching, they're constantly saying, Oh, this team isn't good enough, we're not gonna win nothing this season. That's going on what we have now, we're not gonna win nothing. But the transfer window is still open, lads. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I've been that's kind of what I'm sticking with and I heard George the same thing earlier on, wait and see Yeah, on the forum, yeah. Uh, I just uh, end of the window, see what the squad's like. Actually, anyway, and that's the only thing you can judge it, man. So, we've still got to the end of the month. So, you only judge it when the full team's in or if players are going to sign in. You can look at it for any kind of see if it's going to be good or not. The Japanese defender, it's a way to the Olympics, right? But obviously, interested in him. I, I can't even mean Kota, is it? Is that his name? Yeah, Kota, yeah. Kota, right, yeah. You're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, interested in him. I said to you the other day, Paul, see with Julian's injury, he's going to boot to the new year of that, probably. Maybe even just a six-month loan, or a year, whatever, but we're obviously interested in him. But it's beyond our Celtic's control, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, was talk- I was reading there about um, about Julian there as well again today, and I was reading up about when I was doing up all the reports that uh, I was hoping that it could be October, but now looking at it, it could be December and into the new year that Julian could be back. You know, so Julian's not going to Julian's going to miss half the season. Like you know, what I mean, so we 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 do need to get players in these. As you said, Mark, like a six-month deal, there's no brainer. Do you know what I mean you pick up a player down the in the championship there, Mark, who could come in and do a job for Celtic? Do you know what I mean? If it needs to be a year. Do you know, I think even if it's going to be the Japanese guy for a year, it's still worth that late someday. And I've not been. I've really. I'd be looking at selling Julian next summer anyway. Do you know what I mean? So if it works out the loan for the Japanese boy, they buy him to replace Julian. Do you know that kind of... I think Julian think is the type of player Mark who's another Roderick and beats an injury plan. I don't think he's just... I think he's a big powder puff. He's just... 
it just seems to you can't seem to handle the physical side of the Scottish game. Any big rough and tumble centre forward he comes up against, he's struggling. He just says he picks up a lot of injuries as well. Exactly. Boring <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I did lack of sleep there last night. Sorry about that, lads. Oh, his, like, his wife's back for holiday. Any man? Watching porn on Welsh's dodgy IPTV. Jesus Christ, would you stop? She listened to the podcast. <laughs> like going by the the two start lines we saw between the, the first Meachland game and the three, like, do you think that we're going to see a similar lineup going into Thursday? Bison may be starting again, I think. I think Bison will be starting again, I said. I think maybe one or two changes. I think you might throw a Japanese boy in. Uh, I'd like to see Welsh in there. Uh, don't want to beat this, but he's going to have a bomb scare as well. Uh, Welsh only going to improve if you play him. And you need to play them in games like this. You're up to it. You can get more experience and more used to it as well. What do you do, Mark? Just go about you, John. There. So, like you said, the, the Japanese guy, uh, Kyle Gogo, needs to start, right? So... Do we maybe start him on the left and have a down the right and maybe take James Forrest out? Uh, I was saying that. I may put him on the left and uh, I'm kind of not too sure about Forrest or I would have one I'd start because Abada looks good but he kind of looks a wee bit raw. Uh, James Forrest kind of... I like Forrest a player. I like how he drives forward, gets into the box and has shots and stuff. So I think it's towards Forrest a wee bit on the right and go with the Japanese boy on the left. Mm-hmm. What about yourself, Mark? I'd probably start with Forrest. Uh, I'd go with Forrest in the right and Kyogo in the left. And I'd go with Starfield and Welsh in the centre backs. And just fingers crossed that it's hopefully maybe Joe Hart in goal. I think that's. I think, I'm not worried about playing Welsh in the back line and Starfield. Like, I've I, I no I worries there. Um, and, I hope they've been training together the last few days. Yeah, or another and exactly. Training, exactly. And. I think the, the the main concern for me and and, and he pointed out there like is, is 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 the goalkeeper position like you know that seems to be the biggest weakness in in the team at the moment like because one he's not it just doesn't give confidence to anyone who's in front of him. Do you get me? No. You know like whatever one starts, you know, see if it's been our broadcast at start, we'll concede a goal. Exactly. Say that you know. If any day two start, we will concede. I don't feel like that's the way I feel about the two of them. Do you agree with that? Uh, I think it's causing a wee bit of nerves in the centre backs because of the goalkeeper behind them. I think that if we make a wee bit of slip up here, they're only going to get us out here. It's going to be a goal aye, and aye. pressure on them. Whereas they've got a reliable goalkeeper behind them. Not obviously they slip up, but if they make one, they've got a reliable keeper behind them. It's going to kind of dig them out that hole and stop it. It's and it's not even that, see if right, if you watch you watch guys like Joe Hart, Casper Smeichel and that, they're constantly shouting at their defenders. Exactly. I mean they're both and that's the biggest that's that's the big that's the biggest uh, that that just shows um the presence of a of a of a goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? That if if you make a mistake you seen there in, in, in the opposite championships when, when Denmark failed to clear the ball and it went down for a corner uh Schmeichel had to make the mistake make the save. He gave help to his defenders out in the line for not blocking that cross coming into the goal. 
you want to keep behind you, Mark? Aye, you know what I mean? Foster, yeah, exactly. Boric, done the same kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Big, I mean, they exactly. used, to, they used to say you needed to be half daft to be a goalkeeper. <laughs> Look, yeah. I know. But I didn't <laughs> want to say that, Paul. <laughs> It's but, been, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's the best goalkeepers are the type of guy. I mean, even back to guys like Van Der Sar. I mean, Van Der Sar was a big kind of docile guy when you saw him getting interviewed. But see, on the park, he was a big angry man. Yeah, exactly. He was exactly. bawling and shouting and telling his defenders what they should be doing, where they should be and things like that. Mm-hmm. Bain or Barca, certainly. They don't do it, like. They, oh. they, don't, they don't have the, the presence for me to be... To be a goalkeeper, like I mean, they just don't give me any confidence whatsoever. Which one I see in the starting lineup, it doesn't matter who starts, Mark. Do you know what I mean, I don't get no confidence in either two of them. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's bad for for Celtic, who who always had goalkeepers. Do you get me? You know, we always did. Like that was always one of one of Celtic's strong points over the years, Mark. We always had a presence in goal. Do you know what I mean? And then we're left with these two. Like it's frightening. Like it just, you know. Aye, uh, Billy, as I've said, there's no one of them give would prefer or the other. You know, and... Whatever, see if we don't sign hard or if somebody in a, no, a wild card signing or whatever, it's going to be a... Exactly. Pff, it is, and that's the problem. Because I, can't, I honestly can't pick... I can't pick between the two of them. Because I think any team no matter that are scouting Celtic like in, in the Europa League like they're going to have seen like that our goalkeeper position is a weak point and they're going to be lobbing balls into the goal my full defence is a weak point yeah right before the Michelin game Paul what we needed to do was keep them in their back foot and avoid set pieces in and like about the box and that and we didn't do that we had, yeah. we had to Mikey said it as well they weren't a great team Keep attacking them. Attack was your best form of defence against Michelin. And we did that, but then we had a striker, Mark, who didn't perform the way we, we wanted him to perform. Do you know what I mean? If, if we had a fit James Forbes in the pitch, Mark, James Forbes would have pushed. I think James Forbes missed against Michelin was down to a lack of game time. Ah, uh, just you know? put that fall to the loss of a cross that down to beat on, getting sent over. Mm-hmm. That, put that, that was a hinge point to that, the full tight. But that was, a, I mean, that was all we could do, protect the defence and keep the ball in their heart. Exactly. I know I saw today like that, uh, and just saying that um, our tackles need to protect our defence. So, so Ange actually sees himself that that's our weak point, is our defence. So he's saying, no, that our tackles need to to protect our defence. So, like, that's going to kind of take away the, the, the philosophy that Ange wants, Mark, that he wants his attackers to stay up and attack. Do you get me? You know, that he, he's like... Front, he, that's that's high, <coughs> high pressing in that. Defend for the front. Exactly. And that's what we, want, we did the day against Michelland. We didn't harass them enough to keep them in their own half and we made mistakes in the back and gave away three kicks that caught, caught us out. Mm-hmm. The two big decisions that Ange needs to make is we're not going to make decision on the goalkeeper because we don't know if we're going to sign your heart or not, so I'm not going to put that in, is the centre-back and and the striker for me. Like, who goes up front? Is it going to be a yesy? But I think, again, he might go for Edward. Uh, oh, be Edward. 100% oh, be Edward. You know, John, you go along with that as well? Uh, aye, 
Exactly, he could be key, Mark, that Kai Gogol couldn't do what we're hearing about him, Mark, that he can play with any fuss. Like, he could be key opening up a defence and, and, and even getting a goal, do you know what I mean? Aye, uh, could be. I think he's going to be that kind of player. Especially once you've, I mean, it's going to be early days again for him on Thursday. But see, once he finds his feet in Scotland, I think he'll become like a kind of Scott Sinclair player. Mm-hmm. That, well, that kind of impact. I, I, I thought Ellen Rishi was going to do that. Do you know, I thought Ellen Rishi was going to tear up the Scottish League, but for one reason or another, it didn't kind of pan out. But I think he's still done well for us. But I think that Yogo could really like, make, make the difference for Celtic in, in these games where we need to break down the big banks of five and five across the park. Exactly. That's what I'm on about speed, like Mark, like that like Kaigog will will have speed, Mark, that Celtic haven't seen in a while. Like we we already seen the effects that Abida has when he runs our players like that. We haven't seen James Forrest doing, do you know what I mean? Like, once Ange gets the players in, like, we see a very, very fast, slick Celtic team, but it's it's going to take time, and I think all these Europa League qualifiers and things maybe have come a little too fast for Ange to, to implement it. Like, my main concern anyway this year isn't the, the Europa League or the thing, if you get into them, fair enough, we do, but I don't want Celtic dropping down to the the Conference League when we could be playing. I told you, Mark, we could end up playing games on a Friday night, early in the Friday night, quarter quarter five on a Friday night, and then playing the game on, on Sunday. It's it's not a, a league that Celtic need, would want to be dropping down to. No, I'm not really. I, you know, obviously, I like to see Celtic playing in, playing in any games in Europe. I'm not one of these people, Champions League snobs it. Maybe just to get them on the form if we don't get into the Champions League, I'll know we're buying tickets for that Europa League and yet we're going to still sell out every game. Exactly. It's not, uh, the only priority league this year. That's what we've got to concentrate on. I mean, would it be a disaster if we go against us, Jablonok or whatever it is they're called? would be a disaster for a couple of days, but in the long run, Celtic's got to do what Rangers done last year and put all their eggs in the one basket he won in the league. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Against the board. Well, I mean, uh, these guys are going to be stolen, they'll be 
Mark Gardner that sack the board. Put this can you go get off the bus to see? He's not going to know what that says. <laughs> no, just some curry. <laughs> no, just Disney. I mean, I don't know what they're hoping to achieve with this. It's a bit early in the season for protest. They could have wasted, Mark. They could have wasted. Yeah, they could have wasted, Mark. Till if things don't improve, like as you said there, like oh, you're on the pod, like uh, Dom. Dom's only in the door. Changes aren't going to happen until Dom's in the door. And we we were talking ourselves there, Mark, um, just a few a few days ago about. Maybe Ian Banker is actually being being pushed out because of what we're seeing at the moment that it's actually Dom and Ange that are actually doing the signings now, and it's not and Banker has actually no involvement at the moment in signings. Well, that seems to be a kind of just there. You know, we've said that we we need fresh blood on the board. Nobody can deny that. I just don't think the first home game of the season is a kind of place for protest. Mm-hmm. Really I think it adds a bit of negativity and a bit of pressure. It's no need to own the manager. Aye, because although they're saying, oh, we're backing Ange and backing the team, but... But you're not really, Mark, if you're protesting against the board. You're not backing the team. But protesting you know against the board, well, why not wait till after the game? Protest after the game. The... Just wait till the end of the transfer window and see who they bring in, then make your concerns out. Aye, but even if, you, if they feel that much an urge to protest this weekend, date after the game. Exactly. When the games are done, we and players are coming off a bus. Like we, 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 we saw enough of that last season, and, and we saw like horrible scenes, like Mac when they were storming Parkhead, like and barriers had to be put up around Parkhead. We don't want that this season. It's a new era. Dom is only in the door. He, he, he knows he's a job to do. He said that he's a big job to do. He says the club needs to be modernised, and said the squad needs to be modernised. His coaches that change will come. But not at the pace he expected. You get me? You know. Oh, but, but see, for me, Paul, this is kind of like ground zero again for me. This is kind of going back to when Fergus took over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The full clubs change, changing. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen overnight. Do you know what I mean? got to give everybody a bit of time. You know, I'd love to get these. Um, I mean, see if the supporters the, clubs on back the podcast who were pro and uh, gee, I give them hell. I would give them hell. I mean, it's like, you're going to protest after, before your first team game of the season. I mean, wait, how do we know that Celtic are only going to, they probably grasping at straws a bit, but how do we know that Celtic's not going to, like, come out the transfer window and go, oh, well, that was a great window. I mean, we came out last year's transfer window, so... Grace, yeah, exactly. One of the best windows we thought we had, didn't we? Aye, we tell Doddy Edward, we'd signed, we'd signed a £5 million goalkeeper, we'd Shane Duffy coming in, and do you get what I mean? Everybody thought 10 in a row was in, me included, thought 10 in a row was in the bag. Didn't well, I, was, I was reading then um, this new role, Mark, that, that Dominic uh, advertised, um, what was it, a, a recruitment analyst, right? And, and he put up in some recruitment agency, and there was some some fans group pull up on Twitter. Or, or this is how low Celtic have gotten that we have to advertise for a job on recruitment. That's the law. That's the I law. That they have a uh, Man City put it up at the start of the season. They're looking for a role, a new role in their club as well, and they advertise under the, the the Manchester City PLC group. It was under, and the list of uh, job vacancies at Manchester City was on that. So it's actually by law you have to put 
a thing into advertised marks. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, some people need to learn the rules of the game before I mean, that's they can make comments and stuff. Just people seeing something and using it to kind of have a wee dig and kind of make it, oh, there's another thing, the Celtic board rubbish it, there's another thing. I mean, see, people are still going on about Peter Lowell. Peter, exactly. Yeah, Peter Lowell isn't a part of the PLC board. So see if, see if he knows what they're talking about. Is I named I, I, I named them out the other day, Mark, didn't I? I, I named the six clubs, uh, the six people that are actually on the board at the moment. I named them out that. And peace of all, he's on a non PLC board and he has to be on that because of the UEFA committee. And if he's not on that, oh, sure. he's also breaking the law. But I'm not actually sure what, they do, what that other board does. But if he's got any influence on the PLC board, that's them breaking so many rules and things, regulations about how companies are run. Exactly, because they stated, Mark, that when they gave his regulations to the host of committee, that he stepped down as Celtic CEO and involvement in Celtic. So, as you said, they're actually breaking the law, then if he's actually still involved in the club. Uh, you know? Unless, as I said, unless it's an advisory role for Mackay or even for Ange, maybe. Because there'll be stuff that Ange wants to know that maybe only Peter Walls get the answer to. Exactly. Take better than he does. But for people to still keep getting on about Peter Lowell, no, just he's no he's no got any kind of control at Celtic. No, just move on and let the new guys try and do their <coughs> give them a bit of a bit of breathing space. I mean, we, we don't we don't really fans shouldn't care about what's going on in boardrooms and things like that, Paul. All we bother mm-hmm. is what's on the park and whether the team's winning. Because for years when I brought up the way Peter was running the club on the forum, I was shot down. Because we were winning leaks, we were winning trebles, nobody cared what Peter Law was doing behind the scenes when they were winning. And it's only if we lost the league and saw that we were going to lose the league that people started opening their eyes to see this. But I'm, exactly. I was the only person, there's people on the internet here say the same thing about Celtic. Nobody wanted want to know. They listen, exactly. While you were still winning, you know what I mean? While we were winning, it didn't matter, nothing else mattered. So that's what we're going to look at, but when things aren't gone right, they, they start worrying about what's going on behind the scenes. So what Ange needs to do is get a winning team on the park, and everything else will probably fade back into the background, Paul. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> that's it for tonight's folks. Um, our thanks to John again for joining us on the podcast tonight. Thanks to you on the live chat. This show again was sponsored by Manscaped Groom for Men. Manscaped, proud sponsor of Celtic Groomers TV, where the big boys hang out. Mark will now close the show. Thanks again, Paul. Thanks very much, John, for coming on again. And everybody joining us live chat. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And remember, hit the like button. Thanks very much. Good night. God bless. Well. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumors TV YouTube channel. 